When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today I'm in here with Swifty Blue. How you feeling, man? Whoa. Whoa. I'm feeling good. Nice to have you in here, man. I'm excited. Excited? Excited. That's what I like. Yes, sir. I noticed you came in with a blunt and you already faced it, and now you're on your second blunt. So just. Some... I was nervous. Were you really? Yeah, man. Some people come in here and they have a blunt, and you can see them like cradling it and keeping it because they want to start getting high immediately as the podcast starts. But you already smoked one and you had another one ready. Shit, I could have bought a pound or two on a smoke I don't know. You know, I didn't even know I could smoke in the room, so I'm just like, you know? Yeah, no, we encourage that. Oh, okay, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, cigarettes, whatever. Had a couple of people snort some coke on here over the what? years. What? We don't have to worry about you, that with you? <laughs> nah, my nose got fucked up, so I don't, I don't fuck with the coke. My nose fucked up. You fucked it up doing drugs? Fighting. Fighting? Yeah, I'm like, I, shit, you know? Got socked up a couple times, socked a couple people up, shit like that. So you did a lot of fighting as a young man, or is this recent? In the hood and shit. My nose fucked up. Really? <coughs> it looks fine, though. You got broken a couple no, times? No, it, it healed up, but, like, if you look at it this way, you can see it's like... Oh, okay. It's kind of yes. indented on that side? Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, so my shit is thin, you know what I'm saying? It's, I can't do no coke. That shit will go right through it. You so you would do coke if your nose hadn't been injured? Shit, why not? <laughs> why not? Nah, I wouldn't do it, but, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, I wouldn't do it, but, yeah, straight, nah, I wouldn't do it. I'm oh, thinking, no, I'm like, no, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's a good enough reason for most people. I've known people who got so into doing coke that they ended up having to, like, put special, like, almost like lubricant in their nose to, like, keep the coke moving through smoothly because it would be getting caught up on the inside and doing damage to them and stuff. Yeah, man. People are dedicated. Yeah, I got a show on the 28. <laughs> you're going to turn up? So you're saying you're you telling all the At people? At the Roxy. Oh, you trying to tell us something? No, I'm just saying, like shit. That's a cool place to go do your coke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems like a great spot. <laughs> nah, sure. we don't promote no coke, but you know we got a show popping. Right. Yeah, so that's lit. You, you ever have a fan run up on you who is clearly like suffering from having done a lot of coke? Um, I don't think so. No. Are you on high alert for that? You ever have a Zand Up fan? Because I get that too. Oh, yeah, I had some Zooted fans. Yeah. Zooted and motherfucker. But, and that's a weird feeling sometimes for me. It's like I stop into a show on like a Wednesday afternoon. No, Wednesday night. And I'm sober. And I got people running down on me who are just like fried. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just like, right now it's not the time. Yeah. Let me smoke some weed first or something. You tell me you want to chill out a little bit, but they ain't trying to hear it. Definitely. All right. So you're, you're from Paramount? Paramount Eastside. Tell me a little bit about it. I used to live out in Long Beach, so it's it kind of like one of those areas yeah, five, around six, there. Five that, six two area. Yep, yeah, I'm a five six two guy. In between Compton, Long Beach, Bellflower, Linwood, Downey, on that side. Right. So, what was your uh, upbringing like? Tell me a little bit about growing up out there. You know, it's like it's shit, just like regular LA shit, any hood in LA, just you know, and it's kind of active on that side of town, just like any other side of town over here. Mm-hmm. So. So it was pretty. It was pretty fun, pretty hectic, you know. Right. Yeah. What kind of parents do you have growing up? I got real old school, traditional parents. Real his, old school, Hispanic, traditional. Like, you know, like, like they strict on everything. Hmm. So they wanted you to do good in school. Was that like the emphasis, or, or yeah. strict in what way? Yeah, for sure. You know, you know, they want you to try to try to just be straight edge and stuff. Okay. Really? So they they you never saw them drinking or smoking or anything like that? Shit. Um. Pops used to drink, but he stopped drinking because he drank too much. Really? Yeah, you know, fucked up his liver. So then he stopped drinking. And sh- so, but he was like, they've always been kind of like, you know, like tough on the kids and shit. Right. How many brothers and sisters? I got, I got one older brother. I got four sisters. Oh wow. Yeah. Damn. So, okay, but growing up around there, like, wh- wh- my wh- brother's in the pen. Wh- when did he get locked up? He he been uh shit. He got busted, like, back in nineteen like. 99 and he been down he was down he came home and he got he been he went down again Damn. and he just fucking up what would they get him for 
shit uh really like he he was just he was just fucking up the last the last one i think was like fucking like like uh like home invasion or something like that okay yeah and he's been gone for like 20 years basically well yeah he did he was down he was down for like 12 came home went down went down again and and he was in and out since now he's just down fighting this case how is that for you Do, like, uh, shit, how- honestly like at first at first i wanted my brother out here and, and shit like wanted him to work with me and, and you know like but now it's just like damn this motherfucker he fucking up like shit you know what i'm saying like how old were you in 99 like, I was born in 95. Oh, shit, okay. So he was down since I was young. I was like four or five years old. Right, so you never really got to know him as like a brother. Yeah, yeah like, like, shit, I, I'll go visit him in jail. And then when he came home, we was, uh, like we was running around together, but just, uh, yeah, he went back to jail. So and then I was, I was low-key fucking up too. So, you know, I couldn't do much to help him. Right. Did that in any way like what what did that do to your brain just seeing somebody that you love being taken from you like how did that make you think about crime like as an adult i would see that and think oh like you would probably be thinking about not wanting to get in trouble or not wanting to get into crime because you've seen your brother locked up i'm guessing it didn't have that effect on you no you know what it did and it didn't Mm. it did as in like shit i'm like i want to uh I want to end up in jail like my brother. I want to just follow the footsteps, but then I, but then like shit, that's the I'll follow my brother's footsteps regardless. Like I still did the same exact dumb shit he did. Like when it got put onto the hood and and just you know start running streets. But you know I, at least now I realize it. Right, definitely. Let me ask you something. Where you grew up, was it like a strictly Hispanic area, or were there a lot of black and white people around as well? You know what? Um, it's half and half. Okay. But but you, you don't really see the white people outside too much. Really? They're just driving around in their Teslas. Nice whips, nice houses, chilling right. in their AC. Uh-huh. You know. So you didn't really like have no, to well, see them that much? There there's a few, you know, there's a few people like like a couple motherfuckers be outside and they be chilling with the hum- that, I got a couple of white homies from the hood. You know what really? I'm saying? There's, yeah, my hood is one of the few hoods and there's a lot of hoods out here, but you got like like uh a lot of Chicanos like I got a lot of like uh, white folks, this Mexican American, you know, or whatever, or just, or even white folks running with the homies, you know. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Were you? Uh, but did you see it as like you were beefing with white people or black people as a young person? Like, did you see it as split up that way? Well, you know what? The thing about Paramount is, uh, well, at least on the east side, I can only speak from my side. We, there, there's only one black neighborhood in the city of Paramount, and um, we we don't really have too much problems with them, so. So we never really had too many problems with black. You probably have more problems with the blacks. Like in Compton, they beef with more with the Hispanic hoods, and, and in Long Beach. But in Paramount, we it wasn't too much. Like on the other side, yeah, you know they didn't they didn't fuck with the blacks. Period. Mm. Like on the other side of town, but that was the other side of town. The, uh, on us, we didn't really have that problem. We had white. I got a couple black homies from my hood, and, and a couple white folks from my hood. But you know, but there's always gonna be that division. You know, when you go to jail, they separate everybody, and, and, and you know, like shit. You know, you run with your peoples. Right. But would you say that there was more uh, violence between Hispanic people rather than against other races? Yeah, there's a lot of yeah, there's a lot of violence within the, the own race. Yeah, for sure, no doubt. Yeah, that's how most of it goes. Yeah, down. no, I, my my neighborhood, we yeah, we've always just gone out with other Hispanic neighborhoods, and, and yeah, for sure. Okay, so what what was we your... we got out with a, yeah, we yeah, that's about it. You got down with who? Smell no. the beans. <laughs> well, nah, stupid young. Nah, I'm saying, I fuck with you. <laughs> you fuck with stupid young, or did you have problems with him at one point? Well, he's from Long Beach, man. Right. He's from the other side of town. Oh, okay. That's uh, the other side yeah, of town. Yeah, yeah. We don't really fuck with them, but that's just like, like the street shit, you know. Okay. Yeah, like music shit's different. So, do you fuck with him now that you're a rapper? Nah, well, just I just like you know, I don't really fuck with like neighborhoods. I don't really get along with. I just stay, I just stay away from from that, you know, just to avoid the politics. Okay. Yeah. But so you never ran into him or met no, him? No, I ran into him, but yeah, but that but like we ain't never made no music or none of that. But were you able to be like respectful when you guys saw yeah, each you other? Know, I'm a business. Like? I, I like shit, I'm I'm twenty five now. Well actually I'm twenty six. I just turned twenty six last month. So I'm I I got kids. I've been I, I I moved like a businessman, so I, I ain't really set tripping. But you know, like like uh shit, probably like five years ago I probably would have, you know. Mm. Yeah, like been tripping. Like let me snatch his chain and some more shit. But nah, like I'm nah, I'm chilling. I'm I'm you know I'll, I move casual, real respectful, you know. Right. Yeah. So there's hoods that you guys have beef with that are like 20 miles away from you that you like basically never have to see. Man, 
Yeah, for uh, shit. We got a chapter out in Riverside, and we from Paramount. That's an hour away. Right. So, so we had neighborhoods out there that didn't fuck with my neighborhood, but, shit like that. But you coming up as a young man and stuff, would you like not go to Long Beach? Like Long Beach is just like. Well, yeah, you know, I'll probably be. Uh, you know, I choose like I'll stay. I'll stay in my in my like. I'm not gonna go eat over here in Compton where my enemies be. I'm not gonna go over there be in, in Cambodia town where all the Asians be and they fucking hate Mexicans or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, like the Asian boy or whatever. Like or go over there where we beef with the, with the Longos or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not gonna go over there. Right. Like, I'd rather go eat in Paramount, Atlanta, Highways in my hood, Tams in my hood. You know? Or shit. Fuck it. Let me go. Let me go to Cerritos where ain't no fucking nobody, no other hood. You know what I'm saying? Kind of. You got try to. Play safe out here. Ain't nobody bulletproof. You Where know? would you guys typically like run into each other though? Would it be like at the mall or the movies or like, a party or some shit like that? Like shit. Um, Cause these like, days everything's so online that it, I feel it, like it you depends. don't even gotta like, see each like, other like the that. The few times I ran into like like for example, Young, I ran into the first time at a studio, second time at a wee shop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, like I ran into a couple motherfuckers in the streets and the hoods and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. But it just depends. It depends, you know, like, where you be at. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, I'm not going to catch you fucking over there in Long Beach or something, kicking in the north side or something. I'm not going to catch you over there. I'll go Long Beach. Yeah, you will, but it's like... It's north not, side Long Beach? I'll be at the skate park? Yeah, but you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not like... It's not regular. Like, I'm not going to... Nah, yeah, like... Yeah, so it's like, you're not going to... Yeah, so it's like, I, I'm going to go somewhere where just like, you know, I'm moving accordingly and shit. Right. I'm not going to go out of bounds and shit. I mean, ideal situation... I would. I would. I don't care, but... Why do that? You know what I'm saying? You might catch me over there, but but in the long run, like the bigger you get as a rapper, I feel like if you become like a really big rapper, do you feel like those tensions get worse or that they kind of go away? It just depends. It, it depends how you how you go about them. That's it. Mm. It depends. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I see like because you can make money with motherfuckers, mm. but it just it just you know it just really depends. You know, it really depends. You know, a lot of times you have big influence, but. But at the same time, it's just like it's pros and cons. But okay, even if you even if you just happen to see Stupid Young and you guys just hit it off, you just were were so cool. You guys were like really feeling each other, made some music together, whatever. Would it still probably not happen because you would be under such pressure from people from your neighborhood to be like not fucking with somebody from you know over what? there? And, and, and stuff like that. Sometimes you'll make the decision like, you know what, just to avoid all these motherfuckers exactly, trying to give me yeah. problems. And I just I just stay away. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, yeah, I'd rather not do music with this person. But, you know, like. I already, I'm not going to lie, like, shit, I already had homies tell me, like, hey, man, go get your bag, go get your money, you do whatever makes the money come, you know what I'm saying, and we worry about the rest later, but but at the same time, I just know, like, just like our people telling me, go ahead, I, I'm going to have people like, oh, you can't do that, well, you know, right. people trying to... I feel like it's always the old heads that are a little bit more, get your money, build it, it, a business. It's always the knuckleheads. That want to start problems. The knuckleheads, whether it's an older folk or young, younger cat, mm. you know, it's a knucklehead. Yeah, people that really don't, like don't even have like hope that they're gonna be something better. You don't got nothing going on, so you in the next man's business. Yeah, you see that all the time. Yeah, you know. And then now people can start a YouTube channel and just like try to make a little business out of having opinions. Right. <laughs> shit. Right. Shit crazy. Shit crazy. <laughs> um. Okay. So paint paint the picture for me of like what it was like going to high school and shit, shit. for you. So um, we gonna. On the, hold on, hold on. My bad. I was thinking about something real quick. On the 28th, we're going to have Suede and Peso. Mm. We're going to have CNG. We're going to have... Um, we'll have a couple of dope artists. Let's go. Go with and friends. That's going to be popping. We had Peso in here the other day with Trapzilla. Yeah, yeah. I seen that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I seen that. How do you How do you know... I was uh, going to pull up with the homies, but I'm not going to lie. I was, I, was, I was busy. I was okay. running around. I was running around. Okay. How do you know them dudes, though? Trap... <laughs> Trapzilla, he been in, he been doing this shit for a long time. Right. Doing this shit for a long time. Shit from the music to the streets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He, so so for so. For so he tapped in. We got to tap in with Trap. You know you got to be tapped in. People were fucking with him. No. His interview. So. He was hyped. Oh, like no, like yeah. it did hella good with the views and shit. And like people seemed like they really appreciate what he had to say. No, he's dope and he, and he's really trying to uh, push the culture. Yeah. Trying to help us. It's interesting hearing him talk because he seems like he just really cares right now about just pushing like Latinos and in, in rap music in general and not like any particular artist or particular scene or, or whatever. Well, he's been behind a lot of artists. Mm. He's been behind the scenes on a lot of artists, like big names. So. But a lot of the artists that he was fucking with weren't like L.A. street rappers. 
Exactly. So now he's like, let me help out mm. the home base, home team. Yeah. Yeah. Got to respect that. What about when you look at Peso and Suede and shit like that? Because it feels like there's like a whole new generation of young Latino rappers coming out. Yeah. How's it feel seeing that and, uh, you know, embracing um, that? Shit, I'm proud of the homies. I'm proud of the homies doing what they're doing and, and really like creating a lane for themselves. It's, it's really like, it's really amazing. Right. So that shit is dope. Definitely. Okay, go, going back to the other thing though, uh, t tell me about what high school was like in, in Paramount. Um, shit, Paramount High School, that shit, that shit was pretty cool. That shit was cool, man. That shit, uh, when I went there, it was a lot, whole lot of shit going on. And, um, you know, being younger and shit, Jesus, at that time I was a knucklehead, so I was just, I was on my bullshit. We had the high school on lock. That shit was cool and shit. All the homies from the hood up there. That shit was fun. I got kicked out right away. Really? Fighting in the restroom and shit. Really? It was, was it like that? It was like constant politics it, on it a daily was just basis? Like, well, shit, it was active, yeah. So it was like, you know, homies rumbling at school fucking for a second. But it kind of died down by the time I got to high school. Like when I was in middle school, there was racial riots going on at the schools and shit. But that shit died down. Black on Mexican? Yeah, it was racial riots going on. That shit died down right away, though. Like, within the next couple of years, that shit died down. But it was going on. Like, that shit was hectic. Motherfuckers was leaving the school. Really? To go rumble at, at fucking on Rose Plans and Permont Boulevard by the Jack in the Box. It's just a bunch of fucking, it's, it's, all the, it's all the homies and fucking Hispanics versus a gang of blacks just rumbling. But so what, they would plan this out and be like, oh, shit, let's go meet well, up? Which is motherfucker, um... Shit, it was a lot going on at the time. They were doing walkouts and all types of shit. So uh motherfuckers would just uh just be like, Oh yeah, they gonna be they gonna be getting down after they're gonna be getting down today. Uh everybody ditches six period, they gonna meet up at the Jacks, they gonna go out it with the blacks, or they gonna go out, you know what I'm saying? Whatever. And just anybody who's on board, they tell the homies and they'll meet up over there. Wow. Yeah. And you'd just be like, All right, I'm I'm pulling up to the Jack in the box, let's go. Yeah, shit like that. How did they but this is back in the day when you guys were young enough that it wasn't like People are getting shot. It was just more well, like, oh, everybody gonna just fight. Yeah, yeah, but then it got to the point where 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 people would end up getting shot because of shit like that. It always kind of yeah, gets not, there eventually. Not like then and there, but it's like shit would end up happening. Like, oh mm. shit, you know, like motherfucker, motherfucker got shot or this or that because of, because of shit that led up to that. You know. So you only went to one school and you got kicked out right away. Yeah, I, I went. I went to Premo High. Got kicked out in like tenth grade, and then. uh I started bouncing around, went to like a continuation school in Paramount CDS, then I went to like Downey CDS, got kicked out, went to uh, went to school in Pico, Rivera, Bermuda CDS, <clears throat> got kicked out. That is kind of crazy that you can just go to a school, get kicked out, and then just go to another school a couple miles yeah, away. Yeah, I got kicked out for dumb shit too, like, oh, we smoking. We smoking in school in the restroom, we smoking pen caps, smoking. And you those, put weed in the pen cap? Yeah, make little pen caps, pack mm. little bowls and shit. That's crazy. Yeah, because when I was I'm 26, so when I was in high school, we won't, we didn't have cheap pens, we didn't have all that new shit. Mm. Yeah, now now these kids got it good. Damn, I don't even think about that. Kids could definitely be hitting the v, the the G pens, they in the restroom, they in the restroom, slinging hits, blinkers. I'd be selling edibles in school. That's the best way if you want to get high in school. Man, I don't know. You fuck with edibles? Um, you know what? I would love these sour I ate right a couple, here. but they heavy as fuck. I think I ate some of those too. They heavy. So yeah, they heavy. Oh, they'll have you fucked up. The no, other yeah, day, for sure. we had uh, Ruga from Chicago on here, and he proceeded to eat like five or six of them in a row. And he told me that when he left, that he was so high that he like really couldn't do anything. Yeah, last time I ate some chocolate bars just because I'm thinking they good. They chocolate, but each one of them was like 500 milligrams. I ate like three of them motherfuckers off smack for like 12 hours. Yeah. That'll do it. Sometimes I feel like it, it, it can't really no, hit me that way. It. I've done it enough. It's not that worth it. it. Like I was, on, I was just on vacation munching these things the whole time. You wake up, you still feel high. Yeah, but if you do enough of it, it starts to get kind of normal and like you don't oh, feel yeah. it as strong, which is maybe not a good thing. But yeah, I feel like that's what life's all about is just getting a, a, getting get used high. to taking more and more THC in until you die. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's just, uh, when you start smoking weed, is that your, your main vice? When I was like three years old. Three? No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> when I was like, uh, I think I think when I was like, shit, like 12, 13. Okay. 12, 13, started smoking. You were on the pen caps then too, or you were on blood? Well, well, shit, at first, the hum, well, that's what we would do at school, or when we didn't have nothing else, either pen cap or apple. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah, you know, we're smoking blunts, 
Got high a couple times. Shit. I let a feeling kept getting high. Just kept rolling with it. Kept getting high. So you got kicked out of all those other schools as well? I got kicked out all of them. Really? All of them. All of them. Jesus Christ, that's crazy. So then when when did you actually give up? Do you remember what age you were? Oh shit. Well I went to, I went to, um I went to camp and I graduated in camp because I picked up like credits from all the other schools. And so and this shit. is like some but sort re- of like really like in camp, I'm not doing shit in class. I'm just drawing on papers and they're giving me credits. But it's like a youth jail type camp? Yeah, it was it's like camp, like like shit. You go to juvenile halls and they send you to camp, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you still locked up and shit. Definitely. So you, they were just letting like, you like, through? Like you would just draw on the paper yeah, and they would well, still well, give you a juvenile, I'll be honest with you and shit, I shouldn't put them on blast, but juvenile halls really like, you don't got to do shit and you're going to get your diploma. You don't got to do nothing. Like you, shit, you could, shit, I'm in there tagging on paper, spoon, spoon tagging, hitting on my hood. It's just their job practicing to get you my the fuck out of Practicing there. my strikes. <laughs> so my I'm in strikes. there, yeah, so I'm in there <laughs> trying different letters and then shit, I graduated. So you used to be like doing like because like when I see like the gang style graffiti these days in LA and shit, I'm always kind of wondering who the fuck is putting that up. Man, I guess that's you. Shit, like people like me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's me, but it's people but, like me. But when you were young, was that, <laughs> was that like a big thing that like, like you had to you? you had to hold no. the neighborhood down? Like, uh, shit, uh, yeah, we gotta hold that shit down day and night, 24 hours. Really. Yeah. I always wonder about that shit. So it gets covered up, and then you got to just go do it again to let everybody know this Now, look, weird. at one point, I'll be honest with you. Like, at one point, it was like this. Like, they're riding my hood. We go right in their hood, and then it's like, I'll see the motherfucker pull up and come right in the hood, and we chase them out. Right. Know, like, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, or, or shit, or, you know, or I even got worse. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. But, yeah. But I already got tired of that shit cause, because um, I went to jail one time for, for vandalism charges, and it wasn't even me, but it was like the homies writing my names on the walls. Really? You know what I'm saying? And I went to jail for it because shit went, when, 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 they, uh, when they fucking took me in for it, like, they telling me, like, also, if it's not you, who is it? Shit, I'm like, all right, shit. I just took blame for the charges like that. Yeah, it's me, you know what I'm saying? On some, some G shit, like, fuck it, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's the homies, but I'm not, shit, I can't throw homies on there, but I went to jail for that shit. So I just kind of felt stupid. I was like, man, and, and then now I'm just like, I'm not, I don't got time to be going to jail for tagging and shit. The thing I always heard with graffiti is that you just never admit that it was you because it's so expensive for them to hire like a handwriting expert and shit to actually prove in court that it was you, that it's, if you never admit it, it's yeah, kind of easy it, to get it, off. It, it just kind of, it just sometimes, sometimes like, it's just so obvious like you can't, it's <laughs> like you can't fucking, like they got pictures of you in this day mm. or they got fucking... You got that shit on, you know, you got taggings on you and shit. Uh, that's how I got cut in school. That's how they got, they got uh, me the first time I had a fucking black book and some pants and shit, all types of shit. And no, yeah, but no, yeah, that's what you do. You never, that's one thing, you never admit it. Never admit that it was you, even if it was you. Right. So, for so, but, but some, but if they got you red-handed, like, fuck it, you know, like, but even then, don't admit it was you. Even then, even if they got you red-handed, don't do it, you know what I'm right. saying? It wasn't you. Like, I, I had friends back in the day on the East Coast who, like, they would get caught, like, crazy like books full of photos of their graffiti tons of drawings all over their fucking bedroom and still deny and they still get their house raided by the cops and they just never admit it and it never turned into anything because it's like oh yeah I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of this guy I take pictures of all his graffiti yeah for sure you know they just like palm it off like that anyway so what did you get arrested for that you ended up getting locked up or going to this camp in the first place oh the first was shit when I was in, in uh in school it was for uh they have put me on house arrest then again, once again, for vandalism charges when I was younger. And then and then I, I violated my house arrest smoking in school, so they ended up sending me to camp. Mm. Yeah, shit like that. Probation violations, little retarded shit. Okay. When a camp graduated, camp came home, I'm done with school. Okay. And so what was the game plan after you were done with that? Like, wh- wh- what direction did you see yourself taking your life in? Shit, you get a job. I already had, I already had a daughter at that point, so it was like, get a job and make money and try to provide for your family. That's it. I ain't really have a game plan. I was just like, let's get, let's work. And shit, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't have no experience doing nothing. Uh-huh. Tagging, that was my experience. So <laughs> what, were, what were you working doing? Uh, shit, I got a, like a warehouse job. Okay. Fucking pushing boxes and shit, loading boxes. And so you're doing all that and are you thinking about uh, rapping while you're doing that type of shit? Well shit, I always rapped. Even in camp, I was writing raps. But um, at that point, it's like, I'm not gonna lie, I wanna rap, but it's shit, I can't depend on it, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, uh, so that's what we was doing. Agency jobs. Definitely. Um, but so, okay, 
you, but when did you start thinking like, okay, maybe I can really do something with this rap shit? I started, uh, I started, I started, I recorded like one of my, my I recorded a, a song, shot a video, and I got a lot of good feedback. Off your first one? Off my first, off one of my first songs, and then, and then after that, it's just something I always wanted to do, so, so I just kind of like said, fuck it, you know, I'm just, I'm gonna I'm keep dropping content, and then once I seen you, once I seen you get paid off of it, shit, like, my homie taught me how to monetize my YouTube and, and other shit and how to get your music on, on distribution. And then I was like, oh, yeah, let's, let's, let's try to get some money. People started fucking with it. And, you know, people even would, were down to pay, pay me to do songs and stuff. So I was like, after that, I said, it's a rap. Right. Yeah. Well, did, did it feel like, do you remember when you first got some money off of music that, like, really made you feel like, oh, shit, like, like the first time you got a YouTube check or a, or a streaming check in the mail or, or what was it? Yeah, like first time, um, first time I got I got m- m- like a cool amount off of YouTube. When one of my s- songs was doing really good, so shit, that shit felt good. That was I think that was really one of the first times I got cool money off of music, and then and then just uh, other than that, just people trying to pay for features. So mm-hmm. so that was kind of cool. Definitely. That was cool. A lot of people wanted to work, but I didn't know. I don't know, my shit was popping like that, so shit, I was like, shit, give me $200, give me this, give me that. Right. Yeah, you know, shit. Little by little, we just start, give me 500. How long were you doing this before you decided to quit your job and just try to make it work off? Well, music? shit, I, I, um, I forgot exactly when, but I was, I was like, I was working at Habit Girl in my hood. They had just opened one. Right. I wanted to get a job right there. Love the burgers over there, by the way. Yeah, they're actually pretty they're good. Shout out Habit Burger. So I was working right there, but I was, I was still trying to, trap while I was working and they kind of kind of peaked that so so one time they they uh like were gonna ask me they approached me to talk to me what so like somebody comes and orders a burger you throw an eight ball in the bag and then they hand nah, you nah it's like I'm 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 right there uh, you always hear about people getting busted I'm for doing, doing that I'm doing orders I'm doing <laughs> orders and then like I have people pull up and I'll go to the restroom and I'll serve them in the restroom and so the but the manager started to like pick up on like damn you going to the bathroom like 13 times a day like, yeah, 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 for sure. So, so once they, once, once I seen they were gonna like, they were gonna talk to me about it. I just, I just told them I quit. Just told them I quit, and then I just left. And then from there, I said, man, fuck this. I'm, I'm gonna just rap and and, and shit trap. You know who, who helped put you onto the business of like how to really make money as a rapper? You know what? Um, okay, I got, I got my business partner who, who really like gave me up on some things. I got my cameraman who gave me up, and then I got. I got my uh, the owner of the label OTR. He really gave me up on some on, on a lot of things too. So he helped me make a lot of money. Those those three people right there, they put a lot of money in my pockets. When you compare being a rapper to like whatever you might have done in the streets before, how would you compare it in terms of like the lifestyle or how enjoyable it is or how much money you can make? Because you know being a rapper like you know obviously shit's different if you're Drake or you're fucking Meg Thee Stallion or whatever. But when you're more of like a more underground artists and you're having to run around and make all these different plays in terms of doing features and videos and all this stuff to like catch checks like it, it almost feels like that's it's not that far off from like hustling or being in the streets right no yeah yeah for sure it feels like a hustle no that's and that's what i see it i see i see uh i see the rap shit i see it as a as a dope hustle i don't see it as a career i don't see it as as like you know nothing else i see it as a dope ass hustle just you know Right. Whether you underground or mainstream or whatever. Well, maybe the more money you make, then you're probably more well off. But Right. Like, when I was a kid growing up, it was so, like, you know, we're looking up the 50 Cent, Snoop Dogg, shit like that. It's like, it, you weren't really a rapper unless you were, like, a huge rapper. Whereas now, it's much, right. a lot of the people I interview are making, they might be making six figures a year, but they got to go out and grind every day to, like, get some checks or make some shit happen. And it's like, I don't yeah, know. I, sure. When I look at somebody like you, I think it's dope that you could, like, Put together like a very real career without having nothing. To, without having to be this guy who's on the radio. Come or whatever. from nothing. Like you know, you know, fucking Dub. That's no Dub. <laughs> we talk about him all the yeah, time. That's my, here, yeah, that's my motherfucking boy right there. I, I see, I seen him. I seen him really come from nothing and, and blow up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the same shit. I came from nothing and shit, we now we get a little money. He he always stood out to me as a genius because he did tattoos, he sold shirts, he sold drugs, he did all these different things, and then it just happened to be that like selling the shirts all of a sudden, boom, was just 
started popping off way more than all the other things. But that's what he always told me. He always said, I'm going to do tattoos. I'm going to sell shirts. I'm going to sell some lean. I'm going to do all this shit so that, you know, if, if you come to buy some lean from me, I'm going to sell you a $50 hoodie or a $100 hoodie too. And that, like, you know, all of a sudden shit just started working out. Oh, yeah, that's, that's genius. Yeah, 100%. Everything. Um, okay, so when when did your music actually start to become popular enough that you like, felt like I, I'm, I'm kind of like famous to a certain degree like, right now. Like 2018, I, I did, uh, I dropped, I dropped a, a song. I dropped a song, Grammy Gang, when I got it in June 2018, and it started, it did well, it did really well. Uh-huh. And then from there, from there I dropped, I dropped another song called The Real, and, and it, it was doing, it was doing pretty well, it was, it was doing pretty well, it was doing better than Grammy Gang, so, so I just figured after that, I was like, damn, like, these, my streams are going up. I'm doing a lot of people recognize me. I was like, I started seeing, I was popping. I go any, I go out and, and people want to take pictures. I want my family. People want to take pictures. Even my, that's when my, uh, my family started recognizing too. Like, oh yeah, even my sister started telling my mom like, your son's about to blow up. He's going crazy. Hmm. Yeah, stuff like that. So like in the beginning of 2018, at the end of 2019. What was that like though? Like you're still living in the same area, you're kind of still in the same lifestyle, but then all of a sudden your profile is going up a lot. Well, shit, it's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's interesting. That's it. But you know, it, it it's dope because uh, it's a great opportunity for you to do a lot of things. Mm. You didn't start to feel like you had to get out of that area, or, or when no, yeah, happen? for sure, because you know. As well as this opportunity, it's like it makes you a target. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. So, did you end up sort of moving uh, to a different residence at a certain point? Yeah, I moved out of my mama's house, like shit, on the other side of town. <laughs> I'm still in the hood, but on the other side of town, like nobody knows where I'm at, though. Right. You try to stay more low key at this yeah, point? Yeah, I got to. Shit, I got motherfucking, I got a lot of haters. Definitely. So, when you came out rapping, though, you already have all the face tattoos or a lot of them? Yeah, like my first video I ever dropped, I didn't have no tattoos. But then when I when I started, and I was like, shit, 2016, 17. But then like I was like, like I dropped the video and, and yeah, I wanted to rap. But then I I was like more in the hood and shit. So I'm running around with the homies and shit. I don't give a fuck about nothing. I got all hit up and shit. I got all blasted. Then when I started rap again, I could, when I started taking it more serious, like I started doing little freestyle videos and people tripping out. Then I. Then I just started rapping again, started dropping videos. Right. But yeah, when I first started, my first video ever, like, I don't got no tattoos. Like, I got my sleeve, but I don't got, I don't got no face tattoos. Do they let you work at Habit Burger if you got face tattoos? Nah, at the time I didn't. At the time uh-huh. I didn't. Once I quit, and then, and then I, because I was, I was still running around the hood when I was working there. Like, shit, I'll get off of work, go kick it with the homies, and go fuck around. But so the thing is, once I quit, I just said, man, fuck it. Like, I'm full time. Full time trapping, full time. I don't give a fuck about nothing. I'm, I'm over there. I'm not gonna lie, shit. I was working, getting high, and trapping. So I'm over here getting high. Like I, I was, I'm always fucking monster, you know. Like, but we always have this conversation about how, like, for certain people who try to change their lives and they go like try to get a regular job, it's like almost impossible because then you're kind of like a sitting duck for your, your ops to know exactly where you're at every day and shit. Yeah, exactly. Is there some truth to that? Yeah, no doubt. So, so that's that's one thing too. It's like. You can't just go work. You can't just go work anywhere, you know? Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got to pick the right habit burger. <laughs> nah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Fuck all that. What, um, I noticed you have the, the marathon continues flag on your neck. Like, what what is it about Nipsey? Was he somebody you were looking up to before you even had shit going on? Yeah, it, that's what it was. That's what it was. That was just, like, big influence. Like, oh, yeah, he, he make, he doing music. He's from a hood, and he's from L.A. That's some. That we, I wanted to do too. I was like, I'm like, shit, I won't make music. I'm from the, from out here and shit, you know? Right, definitely. How'd you feel when Nipsey passed? Was that heartbreaking? Um, yeah, I, I, I was like, yeah, I was, I was like, damn, that's fucked up, you know? I was, I was hurt. Shit, I was like, damn, that my motherfucker was dope. Mm. You got the tattoo after that though, I'm assuming? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, yeah like a little tribute, Nipsey right. Hustle. Definitely. Um, I want. Uh, did you get your Instagram deleted? Yeah, I got my shit deleted, man. When did that happen? Probably like a week ago, two weeks. Really? Do you know why? Shit, I think I was supposed to. It because it was weed. I was supposed to. Isn't that crazy though? 
Since when can well, we not well, post Well, you know weight? what I think it is? I think, I think because, um, because I was promoting the sale. And, and they get mad at that. And besides that, because I had took it, I took it, took, changed my account from a business to a personal account. Mm. So I think I think when it's like a business account, it kind of protect you a little more. Wow. I think that's what I think. But Are you optimistic about getting it back? Uh, shit, I don't really care. You don't care? I don't really care. You like I want to get it back. I'm gonna try, but I don't really care. It's like, like yeah, like I'm not gonna lie. Like, shit, like you know, like it was fun to build it up and shit and get it popping, but. But it's like, um, now that I got to take it down, uh, a lot of motherfuckers is trying to charge me to get that shit back. And I'm like, yeah. I want to, it's like, ain't nobody for sure about it. So I'm just like, man, fuck it. Like, I'm going to build a new one, start a new algorithm, you know. But, but you know, like, shit, I'm not going to lie. Like, shit, I, look, I'm working on some projects. Got some music cracking. I'm about to do a little project right now hmm. with uh, Sway and Pay. So we about to see how shit goes. It's Grammy Park. We hmm. dropped a song called Grammy Park. Now we're going to do a whole project about it. I'm gonna see how that shit goes. We're gonna see how that shit goes. We're gonna drop a couple projects, see what's up. If if if, if that shit does well, we might continue working. If it doesn't, ah, ah, quit rapping. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna do something else. You thought about quitting rapping for real? Well, shit, they already took down my Instagram. But that felt like that's such a big blow that it, it would almost make you want to stop rapping. Well, I'm just like shit. I'm just like uh, I'm just I'm just I'm gonna see I'm gonna see what what moves what power moves I can make next. But if if I don't get the same results that I expect, then, like, shit, I'll just do something else. I'll fucking A&R some motherfuckers. I'll, I'll go mad, blow somebody else. I'll do something. Do you, my podcast. Do you, something. You, you seem know? like you have, like, a, a vision beyond just you being a rapper, right? Because you already have your own label. You got a bunch of artists that you're fucking with, right? Yeah, I got, yep. Why is that, though? Like, why are you... It feels like a lot of people don't start thinking about doing a label or, like, businesses they can build out from their career until they've been... At it for a long time. I guess I've, you have been at it for a I've few years. I've seen some people. But. I've seen some people be successful doing it. Mm. So I'm just like, you know, let me uh, let me see what I can do. Right. In terms of suede and peso, though, like doing music with them, where did that come from? Like, how did y'all connect on that level? Shit. Um, Especially doing the whole project. We're all we're all from we're all from the same area. Like, peso's from Maywood. Suede's from Huntington Park. I'm from Paramount. We we all Aria Aria. That's what we call it. We're all we're all from the South Side, Double S. So it's like that's Adia. We're all homies and shit. So, it's, so, so we just they doing they doing this shit. I'm doing my shit. And then you know I just got out. Sway got out around the same time. As soon as I got out, we linked up. The homies hit me up and shit. And even before even before he uh even before he he came up, he was hitting me up like we was chopping it up. We was we was trying to uh, see what we could do, what I could do to help him because I was already doing my shit. <clears throat> So we just, you know, we just been, we we've been politicking on, on what we could do and shit, little moves we can make, and and yeah, that's that's what I feel like we could do right now. That's gonna help me run some streams and get back up in the game, do something with them, little project with them. You know, we did well with Grammy Park. That motherfucker got like half a million a month. Mm. Yeah, so that shit cool. That's just doing crazy streams. Yeah, that's what's up for sure. Um, so okay, I wanted to ask this. Did did Mr. Uh, Mr. Criminal? Did he try to sign you back in the day? Yeah, or how you know did this what? I, I, I signed a, I signed with him. I signed to his label, and then uh, it was just it was just bullshit, like bullshit contract. I never even met him. I never met him in my life. You didn't meet him? How, I never how did met you guys him. Start he, talking? He, through Instagram, and he sent me a contract through my email. Uh huh. And you just signed it without a lawyer? Yeah, I did. Okay. And <laughs> your team's laughing at you now. But, uh, <laughs> so, so you signed to him. What did, you, what did you think you were getting as a result of signing Well, to him? I was just like, oh, yeah, this forgot a blue check. He going to blow me up. I didn't have shit popping. I was just like, oh, yeah, he going to post me and all that. Uh-huh. Hell, yeah, like Mr. Criminal. Like, I, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I don't even fucking, I don't even, I said, once I, once I signed, I did my research, and I fucking liked one of his songs. But I had never heard one of not one of his songs. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I had never actually listened to one of his records. But yeah, so I I had one of my lawyers who's a good like friend of the family. He uh he looked at the contract and he voided the contract. He got me out the contract. Oh wow. Yeah. And once I told criminal that my lawyer was gonna get at him about that, he just told me like, man, don't worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do you, you know, like like, so you guys never actually did anything while that, you were working with him? No, you we, never did a song? You never met? Well, I was supposed to drop my first project with him, my oh. first project. And then the project was done. Uh, he did put, I did put some of my videos on his on his YouTube channel, but he took them down. Oh. He took them down. 
Yeah, and uh, but honestly, honestly, like uh, I shit, my videos did better better on my channel. Right. Yeah. Okay. Damn, that's crazy. So I didn't really. I don't really like need him. Lesson shit. learned: Don't sign to somebody just because they're verified on Instagram. No, yeah, for so no, yeah, like shit coming up, like, and that's when I first came up. You, you, you know, you're vulnerable. You don't know nothing. Mm. You don't know nothing and shit. And then you see like, see motherfuckers is verified and they've been making music. He had a Spotify commercial, so I was like, mm. oh yeah, this was on, this was on and shit. At least he was cool about it. Once you said you were gonna get a lawyer yeah, or whatever. Yeah, right? for so yeah, that yeah that was cool. Like. Like it wasn't too hard to get out the contract. I just had to get my lawyer involved. But but why why you have like diss songs against him and shit? Was there a well, period of time where it wasn't so smooth? Well, that's that was because uh, that was because because like yeah, at first I hadn't talked to my lawyer and I wanted to get out the contract. But like since it was it was such an online thing with him, I had never met him in person and I talked to him a couple times on the phone and so I just I said like fuck it, I'm gonna drop a record on this motherfucker. Like I dropped the record. Yeah, and I explained it in the song too. Like, uh, that's such an old song. I don't remember the lyrics, but I said something like, "And, and, and, and you sent an email. I ain't, I ain't never even, I never seen your face." You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I talk about it in there. Right. Yeah. If I was gonna sign an artist tomorrow, I'll probably just go link up with them. You know, right. I, I would meet up with them. No, right, right. Yeah, I want to sign somebody. Give him a half know. hour of my time or something. You know? Yeah, shit. <laughs> I, I told him too. Like, can I get a fucking hoodie? Yeah. Can I get a hoodie? Can I get a fucking hoodie that says fucking crime family? Like, right. Like, no, I couldn't get shit. Fucking, Damn. I was fucking, yeah. That's crazy. That Did that turn you off to the idea of signing to somebody or could you still see it, yourself it, doing it, that? It just really made me like, fucking, I was like, man, fuck, fuck a label. You can't fuck with a label. Like, it, it ain't nothing the label could, could do for you that you can't do for yourself. So then that's why I was just like, I make sure that my label's a complete opposite of his. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I feel you. Um, okay, you, you, I, I got to ask about this. What was going on back in the day when you made the video threatening OGZ? What? <laughs> you know, I, I just, I, I just want to know the context nah, of it. it. Was, it's, it's over it now, was, right? It was just, yeah, it was just me being petty. Really, it was me being petty, like, uh, like just, just, just like, just some dumb shit. I had dropped a comment on his shit, and he dropped, he coming in back, like he, and he, when he coming back. I dropped laughing emojis on one of his videos. Okay. Because he shot he shot a video with uh, somebody from Compton. So I dropped a laughing emoji. Because I'm not gonna lie, I was a little like I was upset. I was like, like I thought that uh I'm trying to think. Who's I thought they Compton? was Hispanic. I thought mm. they was Hispanic, but but they over here like rapping with all the blacks and, and they, they won't fuck with no Hispanics. Whatever. That's something else. So I was just like, I just dropped a laughing emoji. I was like, I thought that was funny. And then he caught he he commented like, what the fuck's so funny? Mm. And then I, I coming back, for you, for you, oh, something like geez. that. And then and then and then he, I forgot what else he put or I don't know what he put. And I just put like, like man, I'm gonna slap you when I see you. Uh -huh. Like, and I forgot that's it. Yeah, but but yeah, it, it, it was just me like some petty shit, you know, on the internet. But it's that issue, like I ain't never, I ain't never met him. He ain't never met me. It like, didn't go shit. anywhere from there. You guys didn't nah, end up talking it about did, it. Or it no, well, well, shit. Um, one time. One time they uh like somebody tried to put us on the phone, but he he didn't want to talk. He didn't want to talk like, and I I ain't tripping like I didn't really want to talk either. But just somebody that knew both of us was just like, really like just trying to put us on the phone and just like, whatever you know, or like, you just trying to kill like kill shit. That's it. Right. Do you feel like? Uh, but I, I met other other motherfuckers from Shoreline oh, and, really? and, and like like I I did oh. a song with Rob Vicious. Okay. And I got I I know Phoenix and then. I, Shit, like I mean, who else I mean? I think that's about it. But, as far yeah. as we know, they don't really all like each other anymore, right? Well, shit, I don't, Some know. Of them I, might. I, I don't, I don't know, know what's know. going on. But like at the time, like yeah, I met them and, and shit, we never had no problems. It was just me being petty with with OG. But yeah, just cause I cause cause of whatever was going on. But that was me coming up too, and I was just worried. Like I was just, I guess I was worried about like artists. Or like or what other artists got going on more than like I'm worried about what I got going on. You right. know what I'm saying? So, well, it, so that's why I kind of realized like, man, like, man, that was petty of me. And it's very similar to the situation where you had Draco calling out Boosie for doing a song with some rappers that he had beef with. And then so all of a sudden you got Draco from L.A. calling out a rapper on the other side of the country for doing a song with his ops. And it's kind of like. You know, like really, at the end of the day, like I feel Draco though. I yeah. feel him. Nah, I fuck with you. <laughs> I fuck with you. <laughs> we know the truth. Nah, oh man, 
He tried to get me in trouble last time he was here. <laughs> he mad at you too. Huh? I nah, don't know man. what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> he came in here saying some deep coded cryptic shit. I didn't fuck. know what the fuck he was talking some about. Some jail shit. I nah, figured it out afterwards, and I'm like, God damn, what was he doing coming in here trying to trying to? That that's a new thing for me though. Is people come on the interview and sneak this people. Oh, okay. And they say shit I don't get, but that the streets will get. So they get this big ass platform to diss whoever, but then I'm sitting here like, Boo, or, or. oh, you got a normal man. So if you want to do that, like, you know, because like, there's all these little gang terms that are disses dish. for other hoods, and I don't necessarily know. Nah, I don't got. You, you don't got know. They know what's up. I'm not. I don't even be on that. Like, I don't even be on my bullshit. But they know where I'm from, and they know what's up. Mm, for sure. Yeah, that's smart. Keep a little bit of distance in there. Um, okay. I wanted to ask you this this too. I think it's a really important topic for me to ask you. How do you feel about people referring to your people as Latinx? Do you appreciate that term? Or what does that mean? It's like instead of Latino or Latina, they say Latinx because I guess they want to include the trans people and not just the men. Okay, the let me say uh, white X, black X. Well played. How do you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so it's like, let me say fucking, that's retarded as shit. Yeah, just let me be white. Like, you don't yeah. got to put an X so after You don't got to include them. If anything, look, it's like, you know how they say, uh, it's like white, brown, black, other. Right. Trans, mm. whatever. They should give them their own little category. Right. Because they've done, like, polling of, like, Hispanic people, and it's like 85% of Hispanic people either don't like that term or have no fucking clue what, the, what they're talking about. Whoever started that shit needs to knock it off. White people started though, I'm pretty sure. Man. White people trying to like impose their like weird wokeness. Well you on... can't you can't go against the white folks, so never mind. Go ahead. Do I think you, you can. Do what you do. You can go against them. There's no gender. Well well you, yeah, you can <laughs> <laughs> You can too. You, you can't they not gonna have me on here no more if I say what I wanna say. No, I'm saying. no you, you can air it out. No, I'm saying. Spray this block yeah. out. Let's go. Um got a lot of white friends. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Do you let them say N word? Well, shit, I don't care. I'm not a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, so you feel comfortable saying it, though? I could say it because, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I got black friends. Okay. I got black homies and shit, and I, I, well, shit, like I'm a nigga 10%. 10%. 10%. Are, you, are you actually? No, oh, no. Okay. I just, like, I, I like, I, like I, I could I could kick it with my niggas and, and be chilling and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I could go to homies' barbecues, go pull up in Compton with certain hoods and but shit, shit is, like that or whatever. The more famous you get, the more that they get on your ass about being Hispanic and saying yeah, it, Yeah, right? well, and, and me personally, like, I don't say it. I don't say it, like, on my records and stuff. And then, mm -hmm. um, like, I'll say it around my homies that I'm comfortable with, my black homies. I won't say it just around, like, black folks. I don't know. Yeah. Just out of respect. Respect, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. It's, it is crazy because it's like, like... I can think of examples, but there's there's certain Hispanic people that get pressed over it, and there's certain Hispanic people that nobody ever says shit about it. You know? Yeah. Like I, I don't think they're saying shit to you because you got face tattoos. Realistically. Yeah. Like I got a big homie. I got a big homie. Shit. I, I wish I could call him right now, but he fucking um. Now he's on a level four, and he would be like, "What's up, my nigga?" Like, whoa, 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 man. He fucking big homie. That's big Sparky and shit. He fucking nobody would tell him shit. Nobody tell them shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it just really depends too. Who you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It depends. Yeah. Definitely. Shout out Big Sparky. Yeah. Shout out Big Sparky coming home soon. Oh yeah. He gonna be head of security of Grammy Records. Really? Yeah. For sure. I gotta get it. I told him I got him a job and I'm gonna make sure that he he got something productive to do and shit. He's, yeah. That's what's up. That's fine. So, um, I wanted to ask you about this, like about when, the album. Yeah. Yeah. About the album. Like, uh, you seem like you're such a like you seem so nice. But then when I listen to your music, it's like, damn, this guy's evil. Do you have to get in a certain mind state when you're making music? Or, like, how, how do you approach that? Well, honestly, you know, like, I, you know, it's like this. You could see somebody like, like, for example, fucking, uh, what's the name of the president? Joe Biden. You could see somebody like him, and you might think this man is so nice and whatnot, but you don't know what's his deepest, darkest secrets or what he does fucking behind door closed doors. Mm. He might be the most evil motherfucker you ever met. Right. You get what I'm saying? So it's just like, I'm going to come out, I'm going to... I'm a, I'm gonna be real respectful, and real nice, and real smooth around motherfuckers. But at, at the same time, like you, you don't know what's up with me either, you know. Mm. Like, yeah, being able to turn off the evil for the for the interview is good, right? Shit, yeah, just for the public period, you know, like <laughs> right. yeah, it's it's cool to be cool, calm, reserved. But shit. then when it comes to making music, do you, do you feel like that's you letting the real 
out of you? Well, or? Just, it just, you know, that's what people want to hear. They want to hear the bullshit. You know, mm. like, I try to give them, like, other shit, but it's like certain shit doesn't get the same result as this shit. So the bullshit gets the result. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever feel trapped in that? Like, you, you, you were only able to make one type of music for the people or not? You know what? I, for a minute I did, but then once, like, kind of just started making different types of music, then I kind of realized that, uh, you know, I, you you only try because th- that's where you put yourself in, you know? Right. But, yeah, like, I got a Spanish project, too. Dropping soon. I noticed that, that you be rapping in Spanish a lot. Shit, like, I, I experiment different shit, but my brother, uh, Chito Ranas, he's the GOAT. I seen for him this, as well, yeah. yeah. And I was he, trying to find his Instagram, but I couldn't find uh, it. I think it's, like, King... King Chito. Yeah, they oh, took okay. down his other one, but it's like King Chito Ranas or something but like that. But how do you know him? Because this well, you know pretty what? big, too, on You YouTube. know what? Um, I met him when he had first signed back in the day to King Little G. Oh. So he had signed the King, and he had got out his contract around the same time I got around uh, my contract. So we were both going through the same stuff, and I had hit him up on Instagram because I had just ran up to his music on, on YouTube. I seen his music on YouTube, so I looked up his Instagram, found him, hit him up. He told me, he told me like, hey, that's crazy. I was just listening to your music. And I was thinking, me and you are the hardest ones out right now making music, like Hispanic homies. I was like, man, I thought the same exact shit. Shit, let's link up. And then, yeah, we're supposed to link up. He was like, send me some record or send me some. No, I'll knock it out, send it back. I sent him some shit. He never sent it back. I was like, man, this motherfucker lagging. Eventually, he ended up pulling up to the hood. He ended up pulling up. So so one, he hit me up one day like, hey, hey, brother, I'm coming from SAC to L.A. Mm-hmm. Said so I booked the studio, brought him to the studio, and, and we knocked out we knocked out a record. Right. Went and shot the video the same day. Fire. Yeah. And that's it. That's it went crazy. Definitely. Beautiful thing. Um, okay. I feel like I uh, covered most of my spicy ass questions that I have written down here. I asked you about a bunch of old beef that you probably didn't want to revisit, but you know, you gotta do it. Man, I'm down for whatever. <laughs> 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 I was talking shit. Um, anything else that we should uh, talk about? Anything you want the people to to know before we wrap this? Yeah, I got a show on the twenty eighth mm-hmm. at the Roxy. Tap in, tune in. Swade, Peso, CNG, Ji Bands, a lot of dope artists. Swifty and friends. Twenty eighth. I wonder if I can make it. Am I, I got around? I got Grimy Park. The album dropping soon. Gang of dope ass records, featuring Swade and Peso. We going ham. Each record is a banger. And, you know, I got a Spanish album dropping soon, too, you know. Clear my calendar for the 28th. I got nothing yeah. in there right now. We going to the show. Hell yeah, pull up. That's mm. dope. Hell yeah, you going to see what's up. We going to the Roxy. Hell I yeah. I have been there in a long fucking time. And my, uh, yeah, that building's kind of old. Yeah? No, that's a cool, it's cool street, though. though. No, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. That's the one right next to the Rainbow Room, right? Oh, man, we're going to get some good food after. That's that's a little bar, restaurant? Yeah, legendary. I heard about it. Bar. I heard about it. Legendary. My homeboy said that that there's old, there's dope in there. Always bad females in there, too. And you can do drugs in there. Oh, shit, that's dope. I've seen people snoring coke, the waitress standing right there. We could do drugs anywhere. Yeah. I mean, but you normally, like, on the table, the oh, restaurant yeah, yeah, is, yeah. like, kind of like a bad idea. <laughs> Without getting in trouble. They really, yeah, like, turn a blind eye to everything. We're getting kicked out of everywhere, like, I kicked out of every school. <laughs> yeah, I remember the homies, like, fucking ordering lemonades and pouring lean right in their cups in the yeah, fucking restaurant that and sounds shit. like fun. Just, just really fun. abusing the privilege. Man. Yeah, we, we, let's turn up. Let's go. We're going to get you back on that coke. Fuck your nose. Man, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Give me some fucking fish kill. Let's go. Swifty Blue. Shit with the stamp on it. No, no jumper. Coolest podcast in the world. Check us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. All that. Like, comment, subscribe. Pandora. <laughs> yeah. Check us out on Tidal. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Appreciate you, man. Nobody listens to Tidal.